0: What is up, DC Squad? It is your girl, and D, And we are back with another episode, y'all. So today, you guys, we are going to be talking about trauma. And there are three different types of trauma, you guys. But we're going to be talking about those three over the course of three episodes. So today, we're going to be talking about acute trauma, which is um, when you have a single incident in your life that has traumatized you in some type of way at least one time so we're going to get into this but before we get into this topic we're going to pray you guys everybody bow your
1: heads yes father god we just come to tell you thank you god we want to thank you god for giving us this opportunity to just praise your name god and just be a blessing to the people god we ask you god to help and guide us god in this day god to minister to your people god and to just be an impact on the world god god we ask you god to help us god to Men, broken hearts that may be on here listening, God. Men, the mindsets that may be going on through the families, God. We ask you, God, to just help us to just lead people in the way that you want them to go, God. In the name of Jesus. And we we pray that people will get over this trauma, not even get over it, but get through the trauma that they have had in their past life, God. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So you guys,
0: we have missed y'all. I know we've been slacking, y'all. We have been supposed to put out an episode yes. for like three days now. We did record something, but it <laughs> kind of got messed up. So please be patient with us because we are still working, doing other things. We have school, so you guys, that's not an excuse. But anyways, we're gonna get into this topic, GD. Yes. So, acute trauma. Can you explain to the people what exactly acute trauma is? Even though I kind of gave off any example or well a, de- a definition of what acute trauma is um you guys DD don't know what acute trauma is <laughs> we're gonna let the Lord lead this podcast today okay no for real <laughs> but um yes you guys i'm just gonna say something why DD, look up what acute trauma is i just want to say that um we all have been through at least one traumatic incident in our lives um, which exactly, which is what we're talking about today. We have at least witnessed one incident, right?
1: Okay, so. So. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just You're fine, about. go ahead. Okay, so it's saying an acute trauma could come in the form of a car accident, theft, witnessing a violent event, or an experience that threatens an individual's physical or emotional safety. So that is what acute trauma is. Um, I noticed you said like a single event, but I just wanted, you know, everyone to get a broad understanding of what it actually is. So, um, hmm. I really don't have, I have never been in a car accident. I have. And you
0: guys, it is definitely traumatic. Um, I got in my first accident, I want to say back in November, October-ish of 2020. And from the looks of the accident, I should have lost my life. But I only left the accident with a concussion. So that was definitely traumatic for me because now I'm just so cautious. And every time I'm in a car with Dee Dee, especially because y'all, she drives reckless like she don't care about her life. Every time I'm in a car with somebody that's not being cautious or not really caring about how they drive, it really drives me insane. I get anxiety. And honestly, if we really think back on it, I've never really had anxiety how I have anxiety now and I don't know if it's from the car accident but I've never had anxiety like this and now you guys I am literally suffering from anxiety like crazy like even watching something in a movie gives me anxiety like it's so bad like
1: I was just about to get into that me seeing the dude who just fell off that oh my gosh off that ride yes you that it. little key is a cute trauma Yes, like because we witnessed in this. You see that?
0: Oh my god! It's like
1: I, when I look at rides, I don't look at them the same.
0: No, it's like you can't even look at the ride to yeah, see nobody like, go on it because it's like you didn't see somebody fall off a ride. Like yeah. that right there is very traumatic. That right there is an, that's actually goes with another, another, um, trauma. There's three different types of traumas and we're going to touch base on that. I ain't going to get into all we that do, right we now. We could
1: get into them. And okay. As long so as you, they however God lead us is how yes.
0: Okay. So you guys, there are three different types of traumas and then I want to say the third type of trauma is a complex trauma which is an exposure to varied or multiple traumatic events often of an invasive interpersonal nature. So that is something that you have witnessed, right? Yeah. So, honestly, whether it's one event or multiple events, if you have witnessed the same thing or witnessed something in each one of these uh traumas, it's kind of like the same, honestly. Just I mean, different.
1: I'm trying to think of a traumatic. So, honestly, traumatic events could be anything. So, now I'm thinking about Yes. It, it could literally be, I mean, I've been raped before, so obviously that was traumatic, but which,
0: um, um, I think that
1: follows that falls under the other one, but chronic, yeah, I want to say chronic, chronic, but um, as far as that, like, complex, um, uh, for sure. So, just like my dad, when he used to argue with his uh, Girlfriend. his girlfriends and stuff like that, that's traumatic, like, people don't think it, it is, is because but it, also- it affects you eventually in your mental state and the way that you live, like, um, just seeing things like that, just arguing yeah. honestly period. Now that I'm thinking about it is actually traumatic. Yes. It is probably one of the reasons why I hate arguing. Like I don't like to like argue with people or like have, or have any have a confrontation or anything like that. I just was like just not saying nothing. Yes, and um
0: honestly I I feel like it's something that us as adults now have to tackle because growing up we don't even really see the things that we witness or Whatever the case or we go through as traumatic as it is. And honestly, going through those events in your life really follows you through your adulthood. And it really determines how you are in a relationship, how you are as a parent, how you are as a person with Ian, period. So it's like we have went through all these traumas, witnessed all these things to basically have to grow up and realize that we are really messed up. Like. There are so many things that I am learning as a person, learning about myself, that honestly I didn't even know was a problem. Like when you finally self-evaluate yourself, you finally realize that, yo, I have a problem. That's when you have to start going to therapy. You have to start facing some of the problems that you have um, went through in your childhood. You have to start pe- speaking to your parent. Like, Ma, you messed me up. Dad, sure. you messed me up. Like, the things y'all did in front of me was <laughs> not okay. And I'm really going through that, like... Even it goes down to daddy issues. Not having parents, like both parents in the household it's is bad. traumatic. Like this stuff is crazy that we really deal with this <laughs> stuff. Like it's really getting me heated right now because I'm dealing with this right now. Well, honestly, I can't really sit here and blame my parents or blame, you know, the things that I've witnessed, but I can at the same time, but it's not going to change the fact that you went through it. So it all goes down to <laughs> what are you going to do about it? And if you want the help, because look, I don't have kids right now. But I hope that when I have kids one day, I tackle most of the traumas that I have went through. Because
1: I don't want my child to go through the same thing. Um, I just want to touch on a few traumas that some people don't think are traumas. Okay. Um, serious illnesses. War. Well, obviously war. Natural disasters. Terrorism. Mm. Oh, you know what? I never thought about it like that. That's, that's a real trauma. Yeah, because like honestly, when people see certain people, I'm they not are lie. scared. They like, do because especially they honestly think they're specifically, terrible. I want
0: to say for Muslims, because that's the most that's the most traumatic thing I have been through in my life as far as terrorism. I'm putting it out of my hand because it's really true. Like honestly, and I would go like even when those that stuff was going on, where everything was getting bombed and stuff like that. I honestly didn't even fear them until it's like when you hear everybody else talking about it you see everybody else you know doing what they do and clutching their purses and stuff like it's like that's kind of traumatic too because you witness that people do this to these people so then it's gonna make you think like oh my gosh like these people are dangerous
1: like and every time i see this person now i'm doing the same thing other people doing what do you guys think about movies so, like that oh, reenacted. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> movies that reenacted, like the bombings and stuff like that. Even though you was not there oh, by looking at them, man. it makes you be like, S- Whoa, scary man. movies mostly, too. Them scary movies yeah. be getting you like that's
0: the you it's to the point like a person could watch a scary movie and have nightmares from it. Right. Um, oh, that's true,
1: that's true. That I know that's true. Because I could watch a scary movie and and i would be scared to go to sleep. Like, that just
0: traumatized. Love scary movies, so of course I continue to watch them.
1: Well, incarceration with the criminal justice system. Oh man! Witnessing the death, domestic abuse. Yes, rape? those are the
0: big ones. Those are some that we all know that is very traumatizing, like domestic violence, um, rape, molestation, things like that. That a lot of people go through for real. For there are a lot of different traumas that we have that we don't even notice we have. Um. Like, Didi was speaking on, like, watching certain movies or, you know, things like that. That's kind of crazy to me that we have all these traumas that could really spike something. Spike something in us. Yes. So, my question is, how do we tackle some of these traumas? I would say, one, recognize them. Yeah.
1: Not even just recognize them, but... Shoot, you're going to have to do self-evaluation of yourself. Definitely. Because, like, lying, figure out the motives behind everything that you do. Yes, that's the one. Let me write that 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 down. That is motives. motives. If you figure out your motives behind everything that you do, it would then release what's going on. So, like, for example, if a person is always lying yes um and i do want to like everybody who's listening if you know a liar or something like that or Mm -hmm. even if you are a liar Uh, liar. please make sure that you examine the reason of why they're lying the reason why i said this is because honestly somebody could have just told a lie as a kid to their parent and it just like went through through and then like they was like oh okay i got away with it but this let's talk about why people lie there are that's trauma too
0: because there are things that, honestly, I feel like, especially as a young child, and I've literally just started noticing this with my niece and nephew, that there are different reasons why people do the things they do. Right. So, for instance, say you are a kid in school, and you are always getting bullied. Always getting talked about. Um, you're fat. You're tall. Different things like that. What people do is they try to fit in. They try to fit in. So what they do is they go and they tell lies. They tell jokes. Mm -hmm. So people could like them more. They could feel a they want to feel accepted, wanted, validated. So then they go through with those little pity lies and now they grow up with them. Now they just lie for no reason.
1: And it's also, too, you got to realize people start to believe their lies.
0: That's the one right there, honey. Because so, I Let me say this, because we open, honest, and transparent in here, right? Uh-huh, I was a person who used to literally believe my lies. Like, me too, me too, me too. Like, y'all, it was so bad to the point, like, I would sit there and meditate on it. Like, I just lied. So, did I really do this or did I really da-da-da-da-da? And it's like, no, right, you got an issue, baby. That's not normal. Who sits there and meditate on their lies to make themselves believe that what their lie is the truth?
1: So why do you think yours is?
0: I could tell you why mine was. I don't know. Honestly, I feel like it was definitely a validation thing for me lying. I feel like because I have, I want to say growing up, especially, um, I always felt like an outcast in my family and my friends. I've always been the biggest girl. I've always been the one who was different, I want to say. So what I would do is, like they say in kids in school, like I never got bullied in school. I always was the one that everybody liked in school. I never, there would be, I guess you could say if someone called you fat or something like that, that's considered bullying. But to me, it's not really considered bullying because there are people who really got bullied. Like, cry boo who bullied? I'm not going to say, and also that's another thing I'm going to touch base on, that when people say things about you, you start to believe them. And you might you might laugh at it in the moment like a joke they might say something about you and it's a joke but deep down inside it's really eating you up like you really thinking about what these people are saying to you
1: and guess what that does then you lie to yourself yes yes that that that's true so so because they told you lies and then but it really don't even just stem off just from school so like just from your peers like sometimes it really stems off as far as your family members,
0: so like those are the biggest um, critics in your life, honestly.
1: Yeah, I'm saying like they feel like they validate the lie. Yeah, if you get what I'm saying. So like, say for example, you know, um, I get a question wrong. Um, well, my my issue of why I lied is because I felt that um, I just had to always be perfect, right? And so sometimes I just lied just so I could be perfect because everybody saw me as perfect. So it was like, I could not just not be perfect. And so like, I would just lie just because I had a standard to live up to, live up to. So, um, for me, it was easier for me to just do that than to tell the truth because I would have felt like, well, dang, like I was a failure. I failed everybody. And like, just based off just things that I did, like, it just seemed like I could never ever get it right. Or like, if I tried. I don't know, like it just felt like I could never fail if, if you get what uh-huh. I'm saying. In, in a nutshell. So, um, well, what would happen is that say I tell a lie and then I could tell like everybody else liked it, so it's like all right, cool. So let me just stick with this lie. Uh-huh. So, but the issue is with me is that so say for, for example, like you know, say you going through something and you know like how like your friends and stuff like that or stuff like that and y'all y'all arguing and stuff. Uh-huh. But like let's say you play you playing but arguing. And then they say something about you. Mm -hmm. Like, it could be anything. Whatever they may say about you. Um, I know in the moment, you may laugh it off. But eventually, if it keeps happening, I think that it starts to become something that you believe. It starts to stick with you. Correct. And that's the other thing.
0: Especially in, I'm not going to try to put a race on it, but especially in the black homes, um, this has to be addressed. Because I see it every day and it's even to the point where it's in movies like it's portrayed in movies and it's not okay because i feel like as a child especially those are the years where you pick it you pick up everything you learn everything from around like things that you are around and these things will literally follow you throughout your life and um i feel like when especially in black homes like we say things um and we do things to our children and we don't notice that it's hurting them um they have this poverty mindset and they're literally subject to what they're around so it's like and honestly there are people who and even you don't even have to be in a hood for this to go on I've seen it in better places it literally depends on the people like it might not be as harsh, but even you just saying little things like you crazy. Even you saying little things like.
1: You got a big head. You got a big head. Your nose big. You
0: talk too much. Like little things like that travels throughout people's minds. And honestly, right. I cannot sit here and lie and say the things that I have been told to in my childhood do not wonder in my mind. It does. Like, like literally, I could literally sit. This is how I know I'm traumatized because I could literally sit here And replay events that have happened in my life. Even if it was a joke. Even if it was a joke. I literally, and once again, let me put this out there. I'm not here to say my mom did a horrible job at raising me. My family was horrible to me because there are times where I was loved. So I can't sit here and say, oh, I'm just traumatized and they did this to me. I ain't doing that. But I am going to be honest because even just people saying like, Little things like, "Oh, you so chubby," you know
1: what I mean? Like, yeah. "You so short." Like you, that stuff messes th- with me for. A and minute. I apologize for constantly. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> no, I really do I apologize all the time for, so that's for like, that's constantly calling
0: mean. you short because it's like it happened to me. So it's like I'm doing it to somebody else, and that's what a lot of us do nowadays. The things that we have been taught, or the things that hurt us, or that yes. we find insecure about ourselves, we Put it on other people. Have roast sessions.
1: Like, like, like all types it of literally, it's, like, very traumatic. For sure. Then that's when you grow up and you try to figure out, like, well, maybe I am short. End. Yes. Maybe like, this is what's wrong. Bro, know? I literally just And head. now you're trying to figure out, like, okay, what can I do to make myself feel yes. acceptable to what everyone else said yes. that I was? Let
0: me tell you something. And y'all... I know this might y'all might think I'm playing, but literally I just had a moment the other day where I've just felt so tall, right? And I know I'm tall. I'm five nine, so I know that's tall for a girl, at, at least what society says. And I, it went to the point where I went to look up if I could get knee surgery yeah, to make me shorter.
1: I thought she was joking, but she was I saying- w-
0: yeah. It's still in my. It's still in my Google search. I'm so serious. It's even to the point where I literally went to look up if I could become shorter. No need to do that. Though. And y'all, let me tell y'all something. This is why it's important to instill in your children that they are beautiful, that they yeah. don't need to go out into the world and need like seek validation from people. Because, literally, like, I've been trying to lose weight. Like, I've been trying to do all these everything. I literally was in the mirror, and I was like, I need to go get my nose done. I need to get my cheekbones done. Like, trying to transform my whole face. Like, everything. Like, I should go get, like, a uh, neck lipo or something. Like, you know what I mean? Just to fit into this world. Because I just feel like I'm just so out of it. You know what I mean? Nice. And... I'm not going to sit here and say that I have the best confidence in the world because I have so many insecurities about myself and I know I do. And I know it's because of the things I have been told throughout my childhood or what people have said to me or things over the course of those years. So I just, honestly, I feel like the, what's really helping me in this moment, honestly, is to constantly remember who God says you are. Because, honestly, this is a temporary body. This body is not going to go with you to heaven.
1: Nah.
0: And who he says I am is so much more beautiful than what the world says I am.
1: And you need to have some people who know who God says you are to speak that yes. to you when you don't feel that. So, like, when you don't feel it, like, literally, I got people who will speak to me and say, Nah, God called you blessed. God said you this. God said you that. And if you don't have people who's literally saying who you really are, yes. regardless of what you're going through, regardless of like how you are in this moment, you need to be, you need to know who you really are, who you really been called to be. Because if you do not know that, also that plays a role too. So like you not knowing, now you go searching for all of this stuff oh, in the world to figure out point. who you are. And then it doesn't make it any better when you're on social media. You try to find out who you are, validation through the people that you're seeing because you're like, Well, maybe I could do this, and maybe I could do this, and maybe I could look like this. And so what happens is now you're just looking around everywhere to figure out where you who you are and where you are and find identity and things and people and people and places and it just never ever works. But it's all because your parents, I'm so sorry to say. The parents did not tell us who. Or we was. Yes, and you know what they say. <laughs> raise a
0: child up as they should go. Bad. You didn't raise me up thinking that I could conquer things. Right. You didn't raise me up encouraging me. You didn't raise me up telling me I was beautiful and wonderfully made. Like, bruh, I wish. I really wish. You could see what that happened. I could see if, if I would have experienced that. I wish I could go out and tell people. Like, yo. Because... I struggle with knowing who I am today. I struggle with it, and I honestly want to tell every young girl out there: whether your parents tell you, whether your your friends tell you, you guys be around somebody who can speak life into you. Yes, right. surround so yourself around people who can literally speak nothing but greatness into you.
1: Mm. And honestly,
0: if you listening to this podcast and you are literally struggling, struggling with trauma, past trauma. Or believing who you are, or knowing who you are, I really encourage you to look into the mirror and constantly tell yourself until you can believe it. Because yes. you might not believe it going into the mirror today. You might not believe it tomorrow. You might not believe it on uh, next week or whatever the case may be. But constantly sit there and tell yourself who you are. Yes. Because look, if ain't nobody else gonna tell you, at least you know God knows who you are, and, and you he, know. and you know. That, that's really what's most important. You got to
1: figure out who you are. You got to go find that in the world. You got to go see who he called you Like, this be. trauma stuff really goes deep. Yeah, guys. and we about to touch on it. Because, honestly, that's not even it. I'm about to really touch on a real... I'm going to go... <sighs> oh, man, this G is stuff. crazy. People want to... And another thing we could talk about is how you talk. A reason of why you talk a certain way is based off of how you were talked to. Come on now. I'm not... I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm just telling the truth. So, if you are offended, maybe. God bless you. I don't even want to go into that. Hallelujah. You know yeah. <laughs> um, if you find yourself, honestly, constantly arguing with somebody, constantly, like, you just always cursing somebody out, just always, damn, like, you have to ask yourself, why am I like this? Mm-hmm. You have to act just and honestly if anybody's listening who has kids I really ask you guys I challenge you guys to talk to you talk to your children with love like yes. when they mess up don't curse them Let's,
0: out before we go any further can
1: I um read the
0: description of love Yeah for sure okay Yeah. Because um we're not going to look this up on Google you guys let me let, let me go to the Google version of love Let me just say that I feel like you guys go to a lot You guys look up a lot of things from Google. I know people say um, life did not come with a, a, uh, what is it called? Life did not come with a a menu, a A manual, or whatever the case may be. But you guys, it really did. Hmm. (laughs) We literally got a book to tell us at least how to get to heaven, okay? That's all I'm saying. So stop listening to Google, please. So, love on Google. It says an intense feeling of deep affection. Hmm. That is what love says. Okay, you guys. We're gonna we're gonna go to the thing that it says in the Bible. <laughs> the, scripture. the scriptures. It Verses is 1 Corinthians verse 13, y'all. Chapter
1: 13.
0: Verse Chap- 4. Yes, chapter 13, verse 4. Like Didi said.
1: Where is it, at? I know on. it starts with love is patient. Yes, love, love is, is patient. Kind. Love is kind. It does not envy. Wait. Shut
0: up. Hush. Trying to see if I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does, it does not boast. boast. It is, is not proud. It is not self-seeking. It, it is not,
1: not dis- easily, angered. easily angered. Right. It is not dishonor. I don't know. <laughs> Oh y'all,
0: hold on. But just
1: from those little ones. Yes, you guys. Let's literally, literally,
0: you could see the difference in <laughs> what the two definitions yeah, mean. So this is a
1: lot, like, and when she says, "Talk to your kids with, with love. love," that's what I mean—patient, kindness. This is don't hold them needs. no account. I'm gonna read any wrong. the. the I'm gonna read. So basically, it says
0: love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered y'all that is the one right there be slow to anger thank you i need to take my own advice it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth we're gonna break these down a little bit what does that that uh scripture mean love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the because
1: I know people are probably looking listening to this and like, what does these things mean? Um, as far as the not delight in evil, it doesn't delight in anything that's not of a... Of God. Basically, yeah. Like anything that's that's like yeah, not in love of God. So like if you are trying to do see like all of that stuff matches in with each other. Yeah. So, like if you're trying to do Because something it's ass, somebody but it says somebody rejoices
0: with the truth. So obviously you know the way to go, you know the truth.
1: Just follow it. Man. The truth, like rejoices with with like not just the truth as far as like the truth to but like truth. life and God yes. and all that
0: it always protects always trusts always hopes always perseveres
1: just that wait wait, wait. just that part right there is just always trusts always hopes yes always perseveres yes like it's that means very important. always um Nobody. and I feel like <laughs> I don't want to
0: get too deep into this but when we read the um, the love scripture. I I definitely know. Like I feel like this is the reason why it's important to have a two parent household. Um, because not saying that a woman can't do what a man can do, but a man and a man can't do what a woman can do. You guys don't get into that later. Anyways, love never look at this. She's like, what is going on? <laughs> look. Love- Love never fails, but where there are prophecies they will cease, where there are tongues they will be stilled, where there is knowledge it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes what is in part disappears. When I was a child I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part that I shall know fully even as I am fully known. And now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these
1: is love, you guys.
0: The ending <laughs> was the one for me. The greatest of these is love. So, once again.
1: What was he talking about? We were talking about I know what he was talking uh, about. We was
0: talking about talk to your children with love. Once yeah. again, great love is the greatest commandment. So, if we're talking or we're treating our kids with love, they can go out and they can put out the same love onto others and things like
1: that. So, go ahead and finish what you were saying. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying, um, if you find yourself, you know, cursing out people or just like reacting in that way, probably the reason is because is you are trying to get unmet needs. Unmet yep. needs that you did not have as a child. Yes. Um, it, it all just, goes
0: down to generational yeah, curses, has. y'all. We got to break these curses and these strongholds, y'all. Chains
1: are being broken
0: this year. That I is. declare that.
1: Not okay, now go facts. ahead. <laughs> now, facts. Um, it's just a lot of unmet needs that have, like, um, I see, just in this generation, especially, is like children having children, and I don't knock anybody. Um, I just want to say that, like, obviously, if you're a good parent, you're a good parent. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're not children, saying you're not a good parent. No, nah, I'm what just we, saying children we're saying having is... children. It is definitely important. Because honestly, that's a lot of trauma and stress on a person too when you're that young having a child. Yes. And I'm just trying to. Let me say
0: something. Public service announcement. We are not knocking any young parents. I have friends who are young parents. We're just saying that. Go ahead. What? I'm just saying because, you know, a lot of people get offended, you know, by, oh, what's wrong with being young and pregnant? We're not saying anything is wrong with it. What we're saying is when. Your parent was young having you, the things that she went through. You're young having your kid. What the things are you are going to go through? Well, like, it's different things that you're going to go through throughout life. And
1: I feel like... Nah, I'm just saying that I understand all of that, you know, having your kids young. But, um, and I do know that things happen. But I do want to say that, like she was saying, it is important to have a two-parent household or just... Even though I know things happen, like I said, um, but I am a firm believer that, you know, if you can, try to get married before you have a child. And I know this is going to strike the internet with this. It makes sense, you guys. It makes a lot of sense. Now,
0: we're not saying that, oh, um, divorce is not real. Honestly, you're not even supposed to get
1: divorced. Yeah, but I'm not gonna speak on that. But I mean, if I go all the way down, but honestly, if you go all the way down, it's certain it's it's signs and stuff that you would know that you should have never gotten married. I was
0: just gonna say, you guys, (laughs) please, please, please look at the red flags. And you guys, we're gonna talk about love a little more, y'all, because I want to go through the three signs, and I I, I'm I want to say it so bad, but we're gonna do another episode on love, you guys. It's gonna be the episode's gonna be called First Comes Love. So please be on the lookout for that. But you guys, please recognize the red flags in the beginning of the relationship. Honestly, you guys, I'm hyped about this. Because honestly, you guys can literally just by, I wouldn't say just by a conversation, but for me, just by a conversation, y'all, I know you ain't supposed to be for me. You ain't for me. I'm, not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Go ahead, Didi. I'm <laughs> just saying that. Oh, see, they go right Ray, Ray talking too much, y'all. Y'all got to be. Tell me in the comments. Shut
1: up. Y'all I just be having so much to say. But nah, but we really need to tackle this, this trauma thing. Because honestly, trauma is honestly, it stems. Trauma is the reason as to why you are the way you are. Yes. And we need to talk about how parents speak to their kids. Things that like like people do to your kids. Like when you get in trouble, like I don't think that you should be abusing. Like people need to speak about abuse. Yes. I think that this needs to be talked about yes. because it is honestly a reason it, and people don't notice why children turn to violence. Like you turn to violence just because they got their question wrong. Yes. Of course they gonna turn to violence. And like, that's what we
0: go to what well, that's what we go to say about speaking love into your into your children. And um, showing love. If they get a question wrong, you're helping them with their homework, they get a question wrong and you instantly Yo dumb da da You gonna fail Like you guys, come on. Like it, it you don't think it's sticking with your child, but it really is hurting them. I'm telling you, it's hurting them, y'all. I cannot stress it enough. How I have literally gone through our middle school and I had bad grades, I had F's, I had D's sometimes, and I did not get the proper tutoring I needed. And I just felt so stupid because the punishments I would get, or you know, the things that people would say to me, you know, and honestly. That right there is a trauma in itself. Literally going nice. through our high school, I'm thinking I'm gonna just do the bare minimum just to get by. A D is good enough. As long as I don't have an F, I'm good. You know what I mean? As long as I pass, I'm good. And that right there is why it's in, it's important to speak encouragement into your kids. Because if you're sitting here telling them, that, oh, you're gonna be a dummy your whole life because you don't know something, that's gonna stick with them. Now their work ethic growing up is horrible. But- they don't stick to nothing. They're they're constantly Holding back on things. They're constantly giving up. They're constantly, um, what is it
1: called? Procrastinating. Procrastinating,
0: y'all. Like, I have procrastination so bad. Like, literally, I could be doing nothing all day and still don't get nothing done. That's That's trauma right there. And literally, it's so many things that I have literally learned about myself that I did not know was holding me back from my full potential.
1: Let's talk about- Holding finances. me back
0: from being good, great in relationships.
1: Holding me back from being the best me I could be. So, that's all I got to say. That's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, also, financial trauma. Like, I know people don't want to speak on it because people say you got to grind. It's okay to struggle. You're not going to always be up. Man. No, baby. It's not good to have a poverty mindset. You, nope. You are not here to struggle. I want to I put that on you. You're not yes, here to grind Yes, either. you are here to, you know- go through different trials and tribulations but not to struggle. Like You're not supposed to struggle. So I need people to get out the mindset of it's okay to just struggle. No, it's not. That's a trauma. That's a trauma because now what you're going to do forever is just like, yo, I got to work, 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 work hard. I got to grind, grind, grind. But that's not what you're even supposed to be doing like that. You're not supposed to just be, you grinding so much, you don't even got no life. You don't even got, you got all the money in the world and still mad. It's Let's still talk sad. About it. It's still hurt. Mm-hmm. It's still broken. Mm-hmm. Word trauma. Also, we one other trauma too is not being heard. Oh, so when you not being oh, heard as a child, that's a different type of trauma too. Because now what you do now is you just holding all your stuff. Yeah, you be like, you know what? Maybe I was crazy. Maybe I was just stupid. Maybe that wasn't true. But you know what? It is true. If it's okay if you it. It's okay. Yep. I I come oh, and no, tell somebody right that here. today. It's okay to say that you're you're not okay. Yes. This is the one right here. Um I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> but yes,
0: definitely I am also traumatized by not being earned. <laughs> so, um the thing that I do is I don't cry in front of people. Uh I hold in my emotions. I used to do that. I hold in my emotions. Um, I think it's just best if things are just left unsaid because growing up things I wanted to say I couldn't get it out because it was either oh you being too grown or I'm the adult you don't know this or that so it's like now it's like you get in a relationship you don't
1: even know how to express yourself yeah. you don't even know how to communicate yeah. like because you didn't have healthy community that's a healthy that is so crazy so that's why I'm saying like as far as Please, if you can, like strive to have a two parent household. If you can, like strive, yes, to want that because you want to show your child good communication. And I'm not sitting up here saying no, a single parent can't do it, I'm not saying that, but you got to be responsible for that trauma that you have caused your child now. Yep. Not having that, not seeing good communication, not seeing a healthy relationship, not seeing like. You know what I mean? The things that they need to see. So then what they do is go try to find out what is a healthy relationship in the world. Now they try to see like, okay, let me see. like, And if they would have seen it at a younger age, it would have helped them. And honestly, you guys,
0: I know that um, there are a lot of parents out there who are single. My mom was a single mom of five kids. So I know how it is. They try their hardest. They try their best to raise the kid up as much or as good as they can. And I feel like you could do your best, and your child will still be missing something. Period. Um, I feel like. I so. um, I feel like your child will always be missing something. That's why I go to say there's daddy issues that we grow up and we start having, and we're we're going out and we're looking for unmet needs and partners to fulfill something that they they can't even fulfill because what? you're missing a part of you. And literally, I would go through life. And um, for people who do know me know that I basically have two dads. (laughs) Um, I have a dad who raised me, who has been there throughout my life, my sibling's dad. And I also have a biological dad who I recently just got in contact with. But um, although I had a father figure in my life, it was not the same as my dad being there. And we're going to touch base on that, too. yeah, Because you still feel like something is just missing. And, um, I feel like when you have a two parent household, which is the way God intended for it to be, um, you need a partner, you need help, you need a leveled home. It's basically like a positive and a negative. You know what I mean? Like you need something to balance out and we're not knocking any single parents out there because there are definitely circumstances that led up to you, um, being a single parent. There are some people who are, have been misled. I do,
1: I know, I know.
0: There are literally people who have, who have been misled. Um, I see it all the time. People grow up and they're in an, in an, in an environment where marriage is not even a thing. Um, sleeping around with multiple people is not a thing. Poor decisions. Um, different things like that. Once again, it goes down from generational curses. Like, they either grow up without a parent, or even if they did grow up with a parent, it was in a poor environment. Um, so that could be another reason why people grow up, um, without parents or whatever the case may be, um, depending on the environment, there are parents who, who die fast, um, or before they could, you know, grow up or whatever the case may be. So there are different widows or whatever the case may be, different circumstances that happens to the reason why a lot of people grow up with one parent. So I can't sit here and And say everything it it, that's what I'm saying. Everything is still a trauma. But let's just say I always believe that everything is for a reason. And I wouldn't say that God intended it to be that way. But we we have to understand that He puts us in positions to shape us sometimes. Correct. And I'm not gonna sit here and necessarily say it's all bad, even though it does traumatize you. But I also believe that God is above anything that we go through so he could literally put something on us and take it off of us whatever you have not found on earth God can fulfill it for us so I just feel like that's another thing right there honestly God could fulfill your needs if you need to you know need it to but, you guys, all of this stuff that I'm saying now, we're going to talk about a lot of this stuff in another episode. we have three more episodes, well, two more episodes talking about different traumas, okay? And it's going to get deeper and deeper. So, Didi, do you want to add anything? <laughs>
1: no, nah, I think you said everything. <laughs> um, no, nah, I think you said everything. because I have some more that I really wanted to get to, but. We're going to say that for later. Yeah, we got, we already got like 40 minutes, so I'm not. So what? <laughs> they don't want to hear us. They don't want to hear us. Y'all don't
0: want to hear us. Yeah, y'all. We're going to be on here for hours and hours. And <laughs> hours. But, yeah, we're definitely going to have um episode two and three. I guess you could say part two and part three to this. There are two more traumas that we are going to touch base on, you guys. Please, please, please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Dope Christian Podcast on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe on um Apple. Is it Apple Podcast? Yeah, Apple Podcast, Spotify. And Spotify and Anchor, guys. And Go on Anchor, Anchor too. Yes. Um, we would definitely appreciate the support. Don't forget to leave us a review in our DMs on Instagram at Dope Christian Podcast. And also, they you guys. They can also leave a
1: review on Spotify. And yes.
0: Apple. And also, you guys, we do have a hotline that you guys can call. Um, if you ever need anyone to pray with you, you ever need anyone to talk to, you're going through a crisis, or you just want to give feedback, you guys, we are here to talk. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes. That Let me provide up. y'all with the number though before. Please we... provide them with the number. I think I have it um. in my phone too. If you can't find it. Um, watch you get the number. Um, yes, you guys, we will be going live some days. We are getting everything in order. We have many, many, many episodes that we
1: want to put out
0: go ahead with the um number girl
1: okay the number is 833-469-9990 that's 833-469-9990
0: and you can also find this number in our bio
1: on Instagram and on our website go check out our website yes. dope christian podcast we will be adding more content
0: to the website we're that's still getting updated yes um So be on the lookout for that. And thank you guys for listening to this long podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, that wraps it up. Bye. Bye.